0: The numbers told the story, they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on V
2: it is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, and of course, the DraftKings Network, all from Bar Canada at the D, lovely downtown Las Vegas, Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin in the house. How you doing, man? Good? I'm doing great, man. How are you? Got your five contest picks for week 10 in the National Football League ready to go? I have got a couple. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I'm got about got as far up. away from five picks as I have been on any Wednesday thus far this really? year. I think so. See, I think I've got
3: two, so I, I that that actually feels like I've got a lot of it done already. Yeah, I might have two or three. That's true. I feel like the past couple weeks I've I've had
2: 0 to 1 by Wednesday. The thing is I can be talked out of the second and third still though. So yeah, I don't I don't want to i don't wanna get to that. Will Hill will join us uh, later on the show to give all his picks on everything college football, pro football, and beyond, maybe some NBA. Speaking of the NBA, JVT will join us, our senior NBA analyst, the host, the co-host of Hardwood Handicappers, which he does with uh, someone named Kelly, Kelly Bidelon. Nailed it. Uh, twice. no Cohen in there now, uh, Zach with us. Zach Cohen, four times a week. You do five this. days a week, Monday five through Friday. Five days a week. That's You're right. trying to set some podcast records. I'm not doing five days, but. It's called Hard Road Handicappers. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll talk to uh, JVT about that, his uh, pro football model, his college football shows that he does over the weekend here at uh, the Vegas Stats and Information Network, all his thoughts on that as well. Pritch will join us, too. Pritch, please. Mike Pritchard, our own Talk NFL with him as well, uh, coming up on the show. And uh, from under a cloud of smoke, Jason we will do that as well. Tomorrow, by the way, can I do tomorrow as well? Just, yeah. to, let, just to sort of whet everybody's appetite, as Ron Flatter would say. Big show tomorrow. Aaron Schatz on the show tomorrow from uh, FTN Sports, our midway chat with Aaron Schatz that we do each and every year, the creator of Football Outsiders and DVOA, founder which, of Football Outsiders which and Which I think is
3: even, even more interesting than usual. It's always interesting having Aaron on, but with with where, is he, where he has the Ravens at historically where right now. Where he's
2: got the Ravens historically, which we mentioned yesterday, was the third best team of all time through nine weeks. 2000, excuse me, uh, 2007 Patriots, 1991 Skins, and this year's Baltimore Ravens. Uh, And Kelly and I will do a draft. We used to do this on primetime action every week in golf. You, me, and Matt would do a golf draft. And, uh, you know, I fared pretty well against the Long Shots boys. You did. Um, We're going to do it for NFL awards because we were so up in the air about some of the NFL awards yesterday. You and I are going to do coach of the year. We're going to do MVP. We're going to draft three choices. Yep. It's actually going to be 100 American dollars on the line. If one of them hits for each award category, for each award category. So if one of ours gets home,
3: (laughs) hopefully, hopefully we get home. Do you think we should be able to predict that in week 10, if one of our six guesses, does not win the award, bro? If we don't, if we
2: don't get that, We're not doing something right.
3: <laughs> like it's the NFL. Who knows, who man? Knows? Like there
2: might be those thirty to one shots that fly up there. All right. Speaking of the NFL, can we just go through this? Because I'm I just sort of ruminating on this. About a quarter of the league, I think the casual fan, maybe not the, maybe not the, the die hard better, but the casual fan may want an update on like who's playing quarterback for who. Can we can we do <laughs> yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's just take a team on the, on a bye week. The Rams are on a bye week. Uh, You probably heard all this stuff about, okay, Matt Stafford, and he was hurt, and obviously, Brett went. Well, the Rams cut Brett Rippitt after that horrific performance the other day. And they signed Carson Wentz off the scrap heap. So, they don't know if Matthew Stafford is going to be back in action week 11 versus the Seahawks. But in case he isn't, Carson Wentz is your guy. I caught the Wentz news yesterday. I don't know that I caught that
3: Rippin was straight up cut.
2: Rippin was waved.
3: Wow. Yeah. Doesn't that seem extremely optimistic that you're going to have Stafford back or Wentz up and running in a week's
2: time? Have you heard me knock on Sean McVay for the last month? <laughs> yes, I have. This is the most <laughs> under-the-radar, poor coaching performance I have ever witnessed, from just the whole Stafford Cup, Mishugas, to now, like... Oh, it's not. we're going to cut you because you you weren't good enough. How about you coach somebody up? Josh Dobbs can walk in off the street. Will Levis can just show up and play great. But you can't. I thought you were a great coach. You can't coach up guys and you're going to cut them. You're a scapegoat. Carson Wentz, ladies and gentlemen, who's getting his third second chance, I would say, in this league. Last seen in D.C. where uh, the Skins traded a whole th- getting <laughs> caboodle for him. Getting caboodle, by the way. Cash is on the show. All right. So that's the <laughs> Rams story. Uh, that's a team that's on a buy. Titans, you may have heard Mike Vrabel has named Will Levis Titans starting quarterback going forward. They are one point dogs at Tampa Bay this week. That was pretty much expected. You got to find out what you have. There's no point in playing. Ryan Tannehill at this point. Titans could be a playoff team. Most likely not. But, hey, you're right in the middle of the season. Why not see what you got in Levis? Now, we know with the Raiders, who are one-point dogs versus the Jets, it is Aiden O'Connell. We knew this last week. Jimmy Garoppolo is the old quote-unquote establishment at this point. So, he has been sidelined indefinitely. He's benched, essentially. Uh, Nine interceptions this year in between missing games with a concussion and a back injury. So, it's Aiden O'Connell going for the Raiders. Tomorrow night is probably most... Relevant for right now, Justin Fields with that dislocated right thumb on his throwing hand, limited participation in practice for the second straight day yesterday. So they do not know still if it's going to be Tyson Bajan or Justin Fields going for the Bears. But they have said Matt Eberflus has said it's the same game plan. There'll only be tweaks made depending on who gets the nod. But it's essentially the same game plan uh, in terms of you know efficiency per down. Bajan, 52.2% in terms of his offensive efficiency. He's talking about on first down, second down, and third down efficiency. 52.2%. Fields, only 38.7%, ranking 29th overall, slightly ahead of the likes of Deshaun Watson, Daniel Jones, and Zach Wilson. That's it. In terms of success rate, I should say on first down, second down, and third down. First down success rate being forty uh, percent, second down being sixty percent of your remaining yardage needed, and third down being the remaining a hundred percent of it. Yeah, that uh, so was that was a game. I mean, if we would have talked about this on Monday, I would have said you know pretty up
3: in the air. Probably thought it was still going to be Bayesian, but I think this. I think the number taken up to four.
2: I think it tells you a little bit more that Fields is a little bit more live here to go than not. Four was my guess on Guessing Lines as well. Cardinals in Atlanta, in case you haven't heard, Kyler Murray is going to be the uh, starting quarterback for, for the uh, Arizona Cardinals. They are one-and-a-half-point dogs now at home against the Atlanta Falcons. Kyler Murray back from his torn ACL uh, that he underwent surgery on January 3rd. He is going to return now. And so, again, can you call the Cardinals a tanking team if Kyler Murray is now your quarterback? The Clayton Toon experiment now in the rearview mirror. By the way, their opponent, the Atlanta Falcons case, you missed it. Desmond Ritter cleared concussion protocol seven days ago. They are going with Taylor Heineke again, are the Falcons. Now, asked about Desmond Ritter's future beyond this week, head coach Arthur Smith said, quote, doesn't mean anything is over for Des, unquote. And you know what? I think he's right. Because I think Taylor Heineke will run his course at some point.
3: Sure. I think, and that, be, uh, I think Desmond Ritter yeah. will, will, will provide great backup competition to whatever quarterback they add to the roster this offseason uh, for them to actually go forward with a real
2: quarterback. Yeah. which currently, who, who currently is not on the roster. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one, uh, Tommy DeVito named the Giants Starting quarterback, really, for the rest of the year with Daniel Jones having the torn ACL. The Giants did pick up Matt Barkley and put him on the practice squad, though. Should point that out. So lurking on the practice squad is the uh, peripatetic veteran Matt Barkley. The Giants now 16 and a half point dogs at Dallas. Yeah, Finally took some money when they hit 17 yesterday. 17 is the point of resistance. 17, the point of the resistance. I'm not sure that's enough. Am I really going to lay that kind of?
3: Uh, Uh, Well, you know, the one thing I was wondering about with that game, though, the do you think this spread would be in in, is the difference between 16 and a half and 14 all that much? No, not really. When We're talking about that numbers that high. But do you think it would be that high if the Cowboys hadn't completely blown out a couple teams like this? Probably not.
2: You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's this blowout factor in there that's affecting the spread. They're bullies. Yeah. Some may have called them bullies in the past on this here program. Uh, shout out, Doctor Bob, for using that term for so many years. Okay, the only the only other thing I want to point out here before we get to uh, JBT and everybody else is yesterday we started the show talking about baseball awards, the finalists being announced <laughs> in each category, and I did it through the prism yesterday of hey, all this time we spent talking about Spencer Strider, not only talking about Spencer Strider for NL Cy Young, but actually betting on him, all this time we talked about Justin Steele, those two guys aren't even one of the three finalists. They're not even among the finalists for the National League Cy Young. And It was just a sort of PSA about award bet, awards betting and how, again, using the phrase, we are often far too close to the sun on these things to accurately uh, have a sense of what actual voters are thinking. And so, Kelly, very... Uh, very uh, you know, lovingly put together graphics for all of the NL and AL award finalists yesterday, and I loved that he did that. I sent him. I said, "Hey, can we do this?" Initially, what I did was I sent you a Jeff Passan tweet about the finalists. Uh, after which, you told me, "Hey, that tweet's not there anymore." To which I said, <laughs> "Oh, <laughs> that's curious, right?" And then you you put them together. I sent you the MLB.com, so you put them yeah. together off the actual MLB.com. Well, MLB.com listed. All three finalists in each category, and L and A L in alphabetical order. Passen didn't do that, and that, sir, is why Passen, I believe, removed this tweet. So what you will see is, you will see that Jeff Passen actually gave us, I believe, Kelly Bidlin the winners in all of the categories. He tweeted them out. In the order, so if you if you look at those right now, you will see there are absolutely going to be no surprises. Are you you're laughing? You don't you believe me on this? I didn't
3: know where you were going with this This before the show,
2: and I mean, sorry, I'm going to let you finish. Because you know what, this (laughs) happened last year too. So, Otani is winning, basically, Otani, even though this one's in alphabetical order just by happenstance, Otani Seeger-Semian. Otani's winning AL MVP, no surprise. Acuna is winning NL MVP. I mean,
3: these are all the favorites in the betting markets that he has listed first, right?
2: I'm just telling you, Cole, AL Cy Young, Snell will win the NL Cy Young. He ate the first alphabetically. AL Rookie of the Year is Gunnar Henderson. Corbin Carroll's going to win NL Rookie of the Year. Bochy's going to win AL Manager. And Craig Council's going to win NL Manager just i'm just saying he tweeted them out and someone said to him take those down immediately
3: <laughs> i yeah i don't know i i guess i have a feeling i know where you're going and it's odd it, it's very odd that i think all the favorites are
2: listed first No, oh, they've made this mistake before we'll come back we'll do our draft Jvt. it's a numbers game at visa the sports
0: betting network
2: A numbers game on VC, the Sports Betting Network. There's no better time of year to be a sports better. Only Visa Pro subscribers get all the tools to prep for college and pro games every week. Sign up today, get access to our daily best bets with the leaderboard to see which Visa expert has the hot hand. Betting splits to show you where the money and bets are moving for every game, plus betting systems, premium analysis and 24-7 video access. Sign up now and get full Visa Pro access to everything we do through May 1st for only $120. Don't miss this limited time offer. Visit VC.com slash subscribe to sign up now. Skill Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin live from Bar Canada at the D. Uh, always a pleasure to bring in this gentleman. We don't have him on every week, uh, but we love it when he is able to go on the show. He is our senior NBA analyst. He's the co-host of Hardwood Handicappers, hosts two college football programs on the weekends here at Visa, and of course has his Jonathan Von NFL model happening. I don't think that's the exact wording. It's the John Von model for the NFL. It's Jonathan Von Tobel. Everybody, how you
4: doing? JVT. I'm good, man. It's busy time. Um, a lot going on in the world of sports, but it's the best time of year. So this is a good time to be busy. And also, if I may be so bold Please. Uh, to tell your audience tonight, if you're not busy and if you have NBA League Pass, I will be on the bet stream for Thunder Cavaliers today. So if you oh. want to check that out. It's a cool, fun thing to watch today at 5 p.m. Pacific time. That's outstanding. So what is it that you will be offering in a nutshell to to the viewer? Uh, so it's a, it's a full game call. It's going to be myself, uh, Brendan Gleeson, over at uh, DraftKings and Chirag uh, Hira, And we just call the game, but it's from a betting perspective. So it's all in-game analysis. Uh, we'll have live look-ins on other games as well. Uh, we'll have a, a parlay that we put together, plus bets throughout the day that we're all tracking to. So it's essentially a regular basketball game that you'll be watching. You know, you will get the full game experience. The differences will be on the call and looking at it from a betting perspective throughout the entire time. Fantastic.
2: JVT, uh, John Murray and I once took a, a stealth trip to to uh, the NBA yes. offices in New Jersey years ago.
4: Oh, yeah. I forgot about that story. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's funny, Gil. You know, yeah. it's, it's funny. They, they, they have all these broadcasts now that are very similar to it's what very... we did in that big, empty, uh, in that big empty box that it, they box. in. Imagine that. <laughs>
2: imagine that that has uh, trans- transpired. All right. Speaking of the NBA, no games yesterday, because it was Election Day, and the NBA wanted uh, everybody to go out and vote in the uh, states where voting was happening. Um, let me just ask you a broad question. Everybody's in action today except for the Hawks and the Magic. They'll play tomorrow night for the uh, for the early Southeast Division lead. Kelly, big big game in Set Mexico City. Set your alarm clocks for Mexico City on that. But I'll ask of you what I asked of Drew Dinsick yesterday, which is okay. Thus far, this far into the season, we got in tournament uh, in in season tournament happening as well, which has been kind of cool. I think uh, interested in your take on that. But what has what has you know really sort of confirmed your pre-flop, your preseason thoughts uh, in this short span? And what is something that you've seen where you're like, oh, that could be something I didn't see that coming.
4: Okay. So I'll go with both. Uh, the first one is I thought the Memphis Grizzlies were going to be bad and they are <laughs> like, this is not going well for the Memphis Grizzlies Are one in six, straight up two and five against the spread from a, a statistical standpoint, you look across the board from Memphis, the second worst offense in non garbage time so far, 104.9 and average defense. This is a team that is just Gil nowhere near the team you know, two years ago, I think a lot of the market remembered the team that went 20 and five without John Morant. That, this, that's not this team though, right? You know, Brandon Clark was on that team. He's not healthy. Uh, Kyle Anderson was on that team. He's not there anymore. Uh, Anthony Melton was on that team. He's not there anymore. Dylan Brooks, not there anymore. And so now when you look at this team that is riddled with injuries, whose secondary primary playmaker is Derek Rose outside of Marcus Martin, Desmond Bain, it's a team that is really, really challenged. And so that was one of the things coming in where, you know, going into game one, I was like, you know, I don't don't know if the market's really accounting for how bad this Grizzlies team is going to be. And sure enough, that is the case. Is they are one of the worst teams right now from a record standpoint, from a net rating standpoint. So that was one of the confirmations that I had early. And I think one of the things that I didn't see coming, which I'm in, And it's weird because I saw it coming last year, but I was a year too early. I thought last year, Minnesota was going to be awesome. And I thought that they were going to be an elite defensive team that had to work on their offense, but eventually that it would come along. And I was too early and Carl Anthony towns got hurt. It didn't really work out. However, Gil, this year, they are the best defense so far through a few games just the other night. They take on Boston. They beat them outright in overtime in their home floor. Like this is a Timberwolves team that I think we need to look out for in the sense of they might be the Kings of this year where you look up and you go, Oh, Hey, Minnesota's like a three seed and they're playing really well. And they're one of the best defenses as opposed to one of the best offenses. I think this team has a really high ceiling this year in the regular season. And when you put them on paper with all of these teams, I would say every single one of them in the NBA. There are not many teams at all that you look at and go pure talent discrepancy in favor of team X that is taking on the Minnesota Timberwolves. I think highly of this club, so you know I bet I bet Anthony Edwards to win MVP. Uh, I bet this team to win the Western Conference. Just yesterday, I think that that's a team that I was surprised by how good they've looked through six games, but it confirms what I thought last year. I was just a little early, but I think the Timberwolves are going to be very very good. Wow, so you beat me to the follow up question, which is does it trigger
2: any bet. So a- Anthony Edwards MVP, what number did you get on Anthony Edwards? Uh,
4: four, you can find 40 to one at MGM. I've been checked since yesterday, so I would. I think that's still up there, but forty to one to and, win MVP. And Western Conference was thirty to one. Thirty to one. Okay. Yeah. Um, what do you like
2: today on a almost full slate?
4: So, I bet two things so far. I'm still running through the card to see if anything else sticks out, maybe from a player prop standpoint. Uh, so, first off, we'll go to Boston and Philadelphia since we were just talking about Boston and I just watched them the other night. So, right now, the Celtics are about a two, two and a half point favorite, totals up to 227 and a half, 228 and a half in some spots. So, I did bet this over 227. And my, my thinking here is a couple of things. First of which, Boston, very isolation heavy team deal. They're actually last in assist rate, they're, they're very reliant on just their guys doing their thing. And you saw that work against them against Minnesota the other night because Minnesota's got a bunch of really solid on ball defenders. So if you're going to go ISO heavy, you're not really going to do it well against that team. However, Philadelphia does not have a bunch of really good on-ball defenders, right? Now that P.J. Tucker is out of the lineup, you've slated, you've slotted um, Kelly Oubre into the starting lineup, not to be confused with Kelly Bidlin. You have Tyrese Maxey out there in the backcourt, so there's a bunch of guys that Boston can pick on. So I think this offense is going to have a really good day. On the flip side, the lineup with Tyrese Maxey, Kelly Oubre, and Joel Embiid, offensive rating of 126. They've been awesome on that end of the floor, but a negative eight net rating because they've been that poor on defense. So I think this lends to a higher scoring game. I think both teams are going to have success. I think that we're going to see that Philly has struggled in transition defense. Boston's very effective. So I think you're in a higher scoring game than what we usually see with these two teams. So bet over 227 and the market's heading that way. The other that I'm going to hate myself for watching this later tonight and I did take a bad number by a half point. It's up to eight right now. It took seven and a half uh, but I took I took seven and a half with the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, you know, if you look at the three games since the Sacramento Kings have lost uh, De'Aaron Fox, it's been bad an offensive rating that's under a point per possession. They went out to Houston and lost both of those games. It's been very, very bad on offense without Fox out there, but their defense continues to be below average. And so when you look at Portland, that is a very veteran laden bench that can come in here and their floor is raised by taking on a very poor defense and an offense that has not been playing very well. I just don't trust Sacramento to win by margin, given how poorly they've played without Fox. So it took seven and a half, it's up to eight. And obviously I think that's all playable since I took seven and a half at this point with Portland.
2: Okay. I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about the John Vaughn model in the NFL.
4: How's that going? Uh, so we, the model has fallen on tough times. Uh, one and four last week, uh, another losing week in terms of overall edges. So it's kind of had this steady decline over the last three weeks. So I, I'm actually, today's a big day because I'm going to go through and I'm going to test a, a couple of things, try a couple of different things. But I think one of the things I'm really going to test right now is I, I'm essentially going to build a, a different model, but using different formations. Because what this model is built on right now is regression testing. And one of the things that I think I have found is I've done a really good job of building a model that is pretty close to the market. Like the average edge yesterday, last week was just under two points. So it's pretty tight with the betting market, but am I finding edges? And I think clearly after a really hot start, that is not the case. So I'm going to go through, uh, I'm going to have a couple of different ways to rebuild the model here today to see if I can try some different things. I'm going to throw in some more defensive metrics to see if that gives me a little bit of a different look. Uh, but so far the decline has happened here. So I'm going to really kind of reevaluate and try to build something up differently and see if anything comes to fruition. Cause it's kind of what we expected, right? Like yes. It's the first model. Yes. Right. You're going to test this out in the open. So I'm not too down about it. Just want to see what it is. But I'll tell you this really quickly the challenges of the model have not been so much building it because it got off to the success skill. I want to talk to some of these guys who build it, adjusting it and tweaking it and changing it throughout the season has proved to me to be the biggest challenge. It's it's fascinating to see how difficult that is, that has been over the last three or four weeks, bro. If you're interested in like talking
2: to like someone like Dr. Bob about it, I'd be happy to to pass his number along. to you He he would love that kind of discussion with someone who's super interested in it. And yes, you're right. By the way, for those listening who are like, what do you mean? It's not the greatest thing in the world. That's how models can be, man. That's how they usually are. They require Uh, tweaking. Uh, You also, of course, do the two shows on the weekend, uh, noon Saturday Eastern, Live Bet Saturday with Pamela Maldonado. Uh, You do that from noon to 4 Eastern. And then on Sunday, uh, you also do the college football lines revealed, college lines revealed with Pam, 1 p.m. Eastern, 1 to 3. What do you like in college football this week? I won't ask you about the pro football because you're tweaking the model, but what do you like in college football so far?
4: So. I'll go real quick. First off, Arkansas in their bye week, guys, changed their offensive coordinator, and I bet them against Florida because they had done really well in the role of road underdog. And the new offensive coordinator, maybe, is going to lead to some things. Just under 500 total yards. That game would fly in over. Had I think 66 total points, whatever it was. I think this change for Arkansas is real, and the market hasn't accounted for it. The initial move was to the under on Arkansas Auburn, but I'm going to start betting on Arkansas and start betting on these teams over. Uh, this team's over because I, I think the market's not accounting for the change in offensive coordinator enough. So Arkansas and going over. Uh, against Auburn and the other one I am a glutton for punishment and I I'm ready to do it again give me the points with USC man I don't think they're <laughs> look I'll say this really quickly Let's people go. think they're dead they can control their destiny in the Pac-12 if they beat Oregon they are not dead from a conference championship standpoint and that's a really good offense to give two and a half touchdowns to so I'll take would you draft Caleb Williams number one if you needed a quarterback? Yes. You would. Absolutely. He was no awesome doubt. in that Washington. Game.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I would, too. I'm just curious because a lot of people are like, I don't know. Right. There was that period where people are like, I don't know if he's even the first quarterback. Yeah, he is to me. Yep. For sure. JBT, sweet old school angels hat, by the way. Didn't want to go uh, unnoticed on that. Very nice. Uh, of course. I had the Ron Washington's coming. Right. Let's go. Come on, baby. <laughs> Always optimistic. I think that means Shohei's winning uh, MVP, too. I think so, too. Yeah. Yes. Angels slash Colts fan, Jonathan Von Vontobel. Thank you, JVT. Appreciate it, man. See you guys. At me, JVT, for all that JVT tweets as well. We'll come back. Will Hill with all his plays. College football, pro football, whatever else he's doing. College hoops, maybe. It's a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hi, right, we gotta take a break and talk about Zin nicotine pouches, Kelly. This is the uh, this is the remix though. This is the long form version. Because I really wanna get into it. We're always debating what a team needs to do to get to number one, but Zen nicotine pouches are already there. I think we've covered that. It's helped millions of people achieve lasting change, earning the title of America's number one nicotine pouch. In fact, if you're a smoker or a dipper, looking to ditch the ashtray or spit cup, look no further than Zen. Zen's made with six simple ingredients and is available in a wide range of varieties, including spearmint, citrus, and even coffee. Our own Bill 80 swears by Wintergreen. That's his jam. And it's available in two strengths, so you can control your nicotine satisfaction. Because it's discreet, that's discreet, Kelly. You can enjoy it anywhere, anytime, so you never have to miss a moment of the game. Plus, every can of Zen Energy points towards premium items like tailgating gear, top-of-the-line tech, Zen swag, and even gift cards. Find your Zen at your local convenience store or online at zen.com. I'll even spell it for you: zy dot com. Warning: This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Make you want to dip or get rid of the dipping, I should say. We got to get you some of that Zen swag, man.
3: <laughs> what are out out. Just gonna, we're going to we're gonna come out of that read, out of that promo graphic, and it's just be you sitting here with a big hat and shirt on.
2: Like a NASCAR guy with like a <laughs> full body. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, he is. Uh, well, he's everywhere on this network. Yesterday, he was hosting Lombardi Line with Stormy Bonitoni. Now, he is kind enough to join us here. He's the star of the Megapod and, of course, Chris Velika's Bear Bets Pod, both the college football and
5: pro football versions. It's Wilson Hilson, everybody. Will Hill, how you doing, man? Gilly, Kelly, what's going on? It's funny. Your discussion of the awards triggered something. It was, I think the statute of limitations is up a, a while back. years, a, a few years ago, I had a buddy who actually helped grade the nhl awards so i i had that information so th- th- that's out there it's been voted on people know uh, it was hard to get down on them but there were some that left it up and i'd actually come on visa and be like oh i think this guy's gonna win the vesna this guy's gonna win the heart meanwhile i knew the exact vote counts <laughs> and uh I- I don't even follow hockey, so it was kind of it was it was interesting to try to thread the needle between like (laughs) pretending like I knew and like you know giving reasons why, and it was uh, it was kind of funny. That was very honest, Will. Very honest of you. I don't remember that text message. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, it's. uh, I didn't know you then. This is a few. This is. It's been a few years. It's unfortunately that source has dried up and moved on elsewhere, and. um, yeah, it's, it's tough because they would hang. They would leave them up for a little bit. Like w- once the season ended, it was tricky to get in. You could get in offshore and faraway places, you like to say. But uh, yeah, that's uh, unfortunately that is past. It's just so funny how Major League Baseball trips over its own feet
2: with this. Right. First of all, the scheduling of it is ridiculous. The fact that we have to wait another week. The fact that then they telegraph the pass with the presenter. Right. It's like, you know, hey, here's Bryce Harper's mom. Oh, I'm sure this is going to go to Juan Soto. Right. We joke about that. And then, just the fact that we spent, as I said, an inordinate amount of time talking about certain guys that, from our betting standpoint, in our betting world, feel like they're obviously going to be finalists at the very least, right? They may not win, but certainly, they're in the top three. No, not that either. Not that either. So, we have no idea what these guys are thinking about. And then, the pass sort of error, where I think he's telegraphing the pass on the winners. It's well,
5: not just that. They don't even announce the winners on the same night. They drag it out. It's one That's per right. night, one category per night. Right. The shows, remember last year, the shows were like two, three hours for like the 10 seconds it takes to announce an award and they show the highlights of the different candidates oh, it's like we all brutal. know who won. just announce it we're just waiting on our money why not just wait until next spring training to announce it? my goodness
2: <laughs> again for those who missed it uh we don't get rookie of the year till monday Man, uh, then cy young's on wednesday of next week and thursday will be mvp so enjoy that boys and girls uh then you get to cash your tickets okay uh, let's begin with. First of all, I'm assuming you don't have any you don't have any futures baseball bets that you've made. So let's just talk about Week Ten in the NFL.
5: Have you made any bets there? Let's start with NFL. I laid it with the Cowboys. I think, like you hinted at, anything under 17 to me is value. How many points are the Giants going to score? Dallas is the typical, as you say, bully where, I mean, we've seen it against the Rams. We saw it against the Giants week one. I mean, say what you want about Jones. Jones won a playoff game last year. They still beat Jones 40 to nothing. What are they going to do with DeVito? And they're coming off a loss. Uh, this is one where they just, I mean, they could have this covered by halftime. Usually when you're laying this many points, and it obviously it's not a good habit to lay this many in the NFL, but this is a rare situation where this quarterback for the Giants I'm assuming it's still going to be DeVito. It just doesn't belong in the NFL. Um, I mean, you you worry about a backdoor when you land as many points, but you really don't worry about a backdoor when it's DeVito. So to me, this game has like, I don't know. 38-7 38 uh, seven written all over it. I, I think they'll cover this. I think they'll cover this easily. Unless Dallas just gets bitten with turnovers or, or sets up some scores in terms of that. I, I like Dallas to lay the, to, uh, to, to win here and win going away. I'd probably look at a giant team total under two. I think it's 10 and a half. I just, man, unless they, unless they somehow score defensively or something, it just, it's not going to happen here for the giants. So Dallas, um, I, I like Detroit. I think Detroit's better on both sides of the ball than the chargers. You can't be too impressed by the Chargers the other night. They lost yards, yards per play. There were seven fumbles in the game. They recovered six of them. So, the ball broke nicely, I think, for the Chargers the other night. Uh, so, I think I do think the Lions on the money line uh, is a good play. So, those those would be the two I like so far. One one
2: follow up thing to the Devito thing, yeah, Tommy Devito, because we always say as as and I think specifically as sports betters, we, we always say like that guy wasn't even good in college, right? We say that right. about so many guys. Todd Todd was saying, man, Todd has it in for Desmond Ritter on the megapod. Is DeVito like the top of that list of
5: all the quarterbacks you can remember where you're like, what? He's playing pro? Really? Yes. I don't know if you guys remember. It had to be. Boy, it's got to be eight, nine years ago, there was a kid named Ryan Lindley for the Cardinals. who I think actually started a playoff yes, game yes. Yep. and he basically couldn't get the ball past midfields. And that was right after the time where Tebow kind of got washed out of the league. I was like, I'm never a big Tebow fan, but Tebow's gotta be better than this guy. He was one of the worst ones, but it's hard. It's so long ago. And he only played a few games where I, it's hard to compare in my mind, you know, who was worse, but he's certainly at the top of the list. And Hey, look, God bless him. He made the NFL good for him. I mean, there's a very few amount of guys that get to make the yeah. NFL, but like you said, he wasn't even good in college. He got what he got benched at Syracuse, I think. I, I, I think I said on the Megapod when I saw Devito coming for the Giants. I'm racking my brain who could be Devito because I remember a Devito from <laughs> Illinois in Syracuse. Can't be that there's guy. There's no way that guy made. Yeah, there's yeah. no way that guy made the NFL, and guess what? Yeah. It was him. That was a <laughs> great video I saw on Twitter, and I I think I saw a
3: sideline reporter tweeting about this too of just. The disgust on Brian Dayball's face, like every time that Devito would make a a bad call, the wrong play, call the
5: wrong yeah. audible,
3: make a bad pass, like his face looks so disgusted. Dayball's it was just
5: amazing. The worst, hide his worst poker player ever. <laughs> that guy. There's, there's got to be guys and I don't like I don't want to pick them too much, but there's got to be guys in, in DeVito's life, his friends, family, where he's like, hey, you know, he calls him or texts him. I'm starting on Sunday. And they're like, really? Are you sure? in the NFL? Are you sure? Like, it, it's that bad. It really is. Uh, OK, let's move on to college football. Big week, at least in terms of Michigan.
2: Uh, huge game against Penn State. Maybe we'll find out what Michigan's all about. Uh, who do you like in college football?
5: I like the under in that game. Uh, there's some 46s. I think there's a 47 minus 120. I just I don't know how many points Penn State's going to score here. It's going to be hard for them to get to like the 20 mark. I think they're pretty conservative by nature. I think Michigan will look at it like, hey, Penn State's not going to score that many points. As long as we don't screw it up and gift them some points, we're going to be in good shape here. So to me, this is like a 20 to 16, 20 to 13 typical Big Ten game. I, I'm surprised that line is that high. So uh, I have a pretty strong bet here on the under. I like that one. And I like Kentucky getting 10 and a half, a little bit of a letdown spot for Bama. I still don't think this is a vintage Bama team, not a vintage Bama defense. The quarterback is hit or miss and Kentucky th- their quarterback Leary. He was coming off, I think a pec injury, a chest injury where he wasn't healthy the first half of the season. He started to get a little healthier, look a little healthier. I think North of 10, I think that's a good number for Kentucky to, uh, to take the points here. I still don't think this is just a great Bama team and everyone, you ask him, Hey, what's a sleeper for a future, uh, you know, to win the national title, everyone Bama nine to one, a, couple weeks ago. It was 14 to one. Everyone's all over Bama as this sleeping giant here. And maybe they are, but I don't know. 10 and a half is a lot of points. I like Kentucky here.
2: Okay. This time of year, you don't do any college basketball pre-flop or you do.
5: I'm catching up. It's been, it, yeah. it's just been busy with football. <laughs> let me ask you how many college basketball players can you name? Because like in a few weeks I'll be caught up and I'll, I'll have, you know, bets on all these teams. I'll bet stuff pre-flop. I'm doing some stuff live. Like how many guys in college basketball can you name? Cause I've oh, always been a great. huge college basketball fan. I bet it like crazy and I'm, I'm betting it live, but I remember like being able to use the, like I could name the starting five for, for many, many teams like in the oh. major conferences. Now I can name like Edie and like, you know, the, the big guy on UConn who um I, I can't even think of his <laughs> name. So it, it's very, it's very few and far between like the, the college basketball guys I can actually name right now, which no. is, I don't know, it's just weird, Thabit. a weird part of the sport it, where Wait, it's at. What would you say, Kelly? What what? Just, what's the guy's name? Ashim Thabit, right? <laughs>
2: right, Thabit. He's still there. No, I, I'm with you. Like, I could name every, like, Georgetown player who was even rostered for, like, a span of five years, right? Uh, but here's the thing that, we, again, doing a show, when we do a show, we do it 7 to 9 a.m. Pacific, 10 to noon Eastern. I probably have, not probably, I have more bets on college basketball in game than anything else that I do, right? Anything else. But as I've said many times, It's the one thing that doesn't allow you to learn necessarily about the sport while you're betting it because it's it's such a mechanical thing, right? So it is one of those it is one of these strange things. It's like you're betting it more than anything, and you can name fewer players than you can name in any other sport.
3: Yeah, I got I got Zach Eadie. Will already stole it, and then uh, is Remy Martin
2: still around? Is he like in his like 18th year of college basketball? 18th year of college basketball. I think we'll count it.
5: Yeah, Uh, we'll count it. We'll allow it. Uh, Okay, anything NBA tonight? Almost a full slate. Anything? No, no. But after that dissertation, I don't know if people want to follow. But I did think Maryland is undervalued in terms of the futures. I think there was a 90 to one on them at Caesars. They return a lot of their players. They were good offense and defense last year. So that's that's one I have studied a little bit. Yeah, they had some great games at College Park
2: anyway last year. Uh, if you watch a lot of Maryland hoops. Thank you, sir. Will Hill. Appreciate it, man. As always, appreciate it. Megapod Fair tomorrow. Bit. Oh, tv slash network see you guys there we go we cut off will's mic and he was, pro- and he was plugging away Bear bets pod of course uh is one of the things he was plugging away chris felica's pods college and pro football we'll come back our drafts for nfl awards next
0: if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss
2: A numbers game on v the sports betting network. Don't forget, on DraftKings Sportsbook, this week, new customers can bet $5 and pocket $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Download the app and use the promo code VEGAS when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. We get tweets at beating the book. Always uh, appreciate the uh, feedback on everything. This is from... Uh, Arch Indy. Tommy DeVito is a quarterback? Lay the whole kit and caboodle on Dallas, he said. I guess I mentioned that in the, in the first uh, segment. Ryan Hyatt. Rarely, if ever, do you see a peripatetic quarterback like Matt Barkley win the whole kit and caboodle in the NFL, unless, of course, uh, a foul deposit poop upon him, anxiously awaiting uh, the numbers game deep dive on avian activities around the league this week from from Kelly and uh, Gil. I love that you had... Uh, this is Jesse Welch. I love. I did that
3: toss out that question on Twitter, by the way, yesterday. It was one-sided Answers
2: about the, the the bird.
3: Yeah, yeah. Poop? Like I literally, there was one response that you read on the show about the guy. Uh, what was it hitting on the girl? That was the only negative response. Angry, everything, el- everything, guy everything else, everything else. No, no, I wasn't angry. guy. It was someone else, I think. Oh, maybe. I not. think it was someone else. But the. Really? Uh, Every other response was, oh, my God, it's great luck whenever I have a bird crap yeah. on me. I'm like,
2: this came, this came up, for those who are wondering, this came up yesterday because Drew Dinsic was we were talking to Drew Dinsick, and he mentioned that, because uh, he was doing all this Breeders' Cup stuff, and his wife got uh, pooped upon, I believe is the scientific term, mm-hmm. uh, by a bird, and while she was uh, drinking water from a water fountain, which is like another level of disgusting, probably, too, and uh, instead of uh, caring for her and uh, wondering about her, uh, her sort of feelings at that moment, because I'm sure she was disgusted, he immediately said, what number are you thinking of right now? And she said three. And the three horse, of course, won the Breeders' Cup Classic. So, there you go. Um, That's how it works. I'm glad you explained the background story. That was probably... Probably uh, important for uh, new yeah. listeners and Probably. viewers. Yeah. Probably, uh, Jesse Welch. I love that you had to throw cavalcade into the promo commercial today as a callback to yesterday. That's what puts Gilly on the Mount Rushmore of talking for a living. Did I say cavalcade? I didn't even remember that. John Fitzgibbons. I admit I did not have foul deposits on my A uh, and bingo card this week. Surprisingly, I did have Roy Hobbs though, which is because I called Joshua Dobbs Hobbs a yeah, couple the, times. The replay center is telling me you did say cavalcade. Yeah. Uh, Jay, fun. touchdown Jesus. Is there video proof of the pass and deleted tweet asking for a friend? Yes, we. Actually Actually, put it up on the screen. Did we not? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Well, video proof. In fact, there was. Uh, and then uh, I just want to point out this one too because this was uh, this was awfully nice. This was from uh, Incognito Better, who said, "I love that you guys are able to have a sense of humor with your Twitter feeds. So much humor is lost in written form. Oh, we uh, we have the best listeners. Best listeners. Period. And so uh, always want to uh, highlight the wittiness." and the insight of all of the listeners here on A Numbers Game. All right, it's draft time, yes? It's draft time. Draft time. You ready to get smoked, fool? Oh, see, already he's talking, (laughs) Schmack. Ready to get smoked, fool, for those who missed what Kelly just said to me.
3: You know what the best part about this is, though? Uh I realize, should
2: I I go through it real quick? Please, absolutely.
3: All right, we're going to go... Uh, we're going to have to
2: figure out who goes first. I don't know. Well, you, you can. One of us has to go first in yeah. one of them, and the other person has to go first. There in the you other. go. You want to go MVP first, or you want to go co- Coach of the Year? I'd like to go Coach of the Year first. Okay, Thank you, you go Coach much. of the Year. That's fine. That's okay. See, so you're I just, just going to go back. And forth. Already, I have tipped the scales in my favor. Yeah, you have. It's okay. Yeah.
3: It's, it's okay. You know why? why? Because I realized yesterday when we were deciding the dollar amount that it just really works out perfectly that we're basically betting. Matt
2: Brown's money uh, with each other. That's right. The, <laughs> the money we won from Matt Brown, we're not just exchanging. <laughs> we're
3: just with each other, yeah, right. exactly.
2: So um, yeah, MVP. I'm up first. We'll go. Oh no, we'll go Coach of the Year first. That's fine. Coach of the Year first. Uh, we're in the betting markets, by the way. Dan Campbell is your short shot at plus 180, followed by Mike McDaniel at four to one. D'Amico Ryan's is five to one, and then it's the uh, the double digit parade after that. Um, now remember, this is not about a bet. In Terms of a value bet, this is right. a draft, yes. This is just who's gonna win the award, yeah, that's right. So it's not about me picking Kevin O'Connell because I know Kelly wants that so badly. Uh, I'm gonna go, you ready for this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go Dan Campbell first, all
3: right. All right, I'm gonna go D'Amico. No, that was gonna be
2: my first one, too.
3: I was going don't worry, I was gonna go Campbell if you weren't. So yeah. if it makes you feel any better, you stole one. I do think. I mean, look, are the odds too short? Yes, the odds are too short. Does he deserve to be the favorite? He deserves to be the favorite. Is that fair? What did you just say? <laughs> you just I said, are the odds too short from a betting perspective? Yes, yes they are. Yes. Does he deserve to be the favorite? Yes, yes he deserves to Correct. be Correct.
2: But I thought I was going to be clever and go D'Amico, but in the last minute I was like, Kelly's not going to be smart enough to take D'Amico. <laughs> so I talked about Campbell. him yesterday,
3: multiple times. Uh, I've
2: misjudged my opponent. But that is one from a better betting perspective.
3: I would not bet that I think that number's too short as well. Yeah. I don't know about you, Gil, but if the, if you shop around and see that anywhere, like anywhere close to the These other guys, like 10 to 1, I'd be in on
2: that. Uh, I am going to go with number two. I'm going to take Mike Tomlin. Okay. I like it. I'll go Mike McDaniel. Okay. Uh, And then number three, I will go. I'm going to go. Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson.
3: All right. You, you were a nice guy. You're just leaving Kevin O'Connell. Was yeah. trying to scramble yeah. and figure out who I'd pick if you if you yeah. took O'Connell. So I'm gonna go O'Connell. I'll go okay. Kevin O'Connell. There you go. So I've got D'Amico, Mike Daniels, and Kevin O'Connell. I don't remember who you had. Dan Mike, Mike
2: Daniels. yeah. You said Mike Daniels.
3: Oh, sorry. And Mike, Mike uh, Daniels. Yeah. Uh, what did I say? Mike Daniels. You said Mike Daniels, I think. <laughs> uh okay. And then uh You have Dan Campbell. Yeah.
2: Mike Tomlin and Doug Peterson. That's correct. Those three. Okay. Three? Sean's right. writing them all down. I'm okay. just trying to remember how to. He <laughs> sure is. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's go MVP. You got first dibs That's here. I'm getting it. It's all correct. That's what Sean said. Okay. MVP. You got first dibs. All right. I'll go. I'll go. Patty Mahomes. Patty Mahomes. I'm gonna go. Lamar Jackson. Who is the short shot in this category? Three to one, by the way. Okay. I struggle.
3: I I made a list. I made a list here. Powering to my list. Did you? Trying to decide if I want to go off my list already. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go Joe Burrow. Duh. So I was going to go second. Um, I did have him rated third on here, though. Skipped my second choice.
2: Well, your second choice was Jalen Hurts, and that's why I'm going to take him. Jaylen. No, it wasn't Jalen Hurts. My
3: second said. choice was Tua Tagovio- oh, okay. Tag Viola. You can't. <laughs> <Tag> <laughs> Taco Vailo, is that what you're trying to say? Tua. I cannot say his last name still.
2: All right. So, who did you end up with? You ended up with who? Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, and Tua. Tua. Yep. I got Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts. And number three, I'm going to take. Uh, let's see. I'll take Christian McCaffrey, number three. I like it. Okay.
3: All right. A non-quarterback in there.
2: I could, right. I could have been the annoying. You know how people when they draft, they're like in fantasy. They ever have the guy in your fantasy draft who's before they make their pick, they're like, "Who I'm about to draft?" Will, and they give us whole this. Just pick the guy <laughs> just already. The, just, the <laughs> guy. just make your <laughs> pick. We all know who he is. Uh, oh, was man. that riveting radio for people? Do you think? I think it draft? was. Yeah, I think it absolutely was. Can I just tell you what my assessment is of both drafts? Yeah, I think I got the worst of both of them. I think I like your picks better. I think I do too. Yeah, I think I do too. All right, review them again. Coach of the year. Coach of the year, D'Amico
3: Ryans, Mike Daniel, Mike McDaniel. Jeez, did I, it again? I got auto corrected like you. I got yeah. Hobbs corrected. Yeah. Uh, Kevin O'Connell are yeah. the three for me. You have Dan Campbell. I don't know who else you took <laughs> coach of the
2: year. <laughs> took, Mike Tomlin. I took Dan Campbell, Mike Tomlin, and Doug Peterson. Yeah. All right. The Doug Peterson being hey, if Jacksonville, you know, goes crazy, why and then not? MVP, I'm on Mahomes,
3: Burrow, and Tua. You have Lamar, Jalen Hurts, and Christian McCaffrey.
2: So you know what I think of if I'm assessing both of these drafts. I think that in both, I have the the guy who is the most likely in Dan Campbell and Lamar Jackson, but that the broader draft you did far better in.
3: I don't I don't disagree with that. Yeah, I, I mean, look, the MVP is <laughs> it's three guys at the top at plus three fifty, right? Yep. So I think the I I have Mahomes. I would if I had to pick one of those three guys, as I did, I went first. I went I went with Patrick Mahomes. I hear you though with Lamar. I think he deserves
2: to be right there. The coach of the year discussion remains the most interesting one of all of these because it there's just so many different ways it go. Like with with, NLM, with NFL MVP, we sort of agreed like the t- the tiebreaker in all of this might just be who ends up the best team, who ends up being the number one seed in the AFC specifically, but also just generally who ends up with a better record coach is going to be a a, such an interesting way to vote because what are voters again going to value is it going to be a team that wins their division going away like detroit or jacksonville who by the way with their remaining record could just run you know just run away with their divisions probably should in both cases or will it be a team like D'Amico ryan's who takes a team from nothing to something yeah Yeah. or or the third option being or will be a team like you know that that the record is so good, but they were expected to be good anyway. right? The reason neither of us picked Nick Sirianni, mm-hmm. by the way, if Nick Sirianni wins it, we're the worst. Let's just point that out. Nick Sirianni, who, by the way, finished fifth last year yeah. in the Coach of the Year voting. Fifth, people forget. That was another awards discussion we had where people were like, Sirianni finished fifth. Will they award that? Let's say they go 15 and two or whatever, or is it the Mike Tomlin Lifetime Achievement Award? I
3: I, I think that there are. I mean, we talked hit on this a bit yesterday, but I do think this market. Is a little bit more wide open than what these numbers are telling you. Like I bet Kevin O'Connell twenty to one. I think anybody betting Mike Tomlin right now. I, I don't have a problem with. I, I don't think the Steelers team's any good. But not
2: mentioned. He's going to get all the credit if they end up making the playoffs. Not mentioned at all in any of this. Who was my choice last year? Who ended up finishing second last year to Brian Dable? Kyle Shanahan. Not even. Not even. Not even selected. Not twenty two to one. We'll come back. Mike Pritchard on the National Football League. Levitar next on DK Network. We're coming back on Visa, the Sports Betting Network.